I'm sure many of you have been on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Engagement's really tough. You know, I've had a Twitter for the last 10 years. I have 10,000 followers. I'm, it's really hard to get that engagement and really hard on Instagram to get hundreds of thousands of likes if you have 500 followers. Where on TikTok, you can literally have your first video published get to a million views. But really is a powerful channel because it gives you that engagement and reach without having to establish that following and really rewards great content over someone who's famous or someone who has a huge following. Welcome, welcome to the Micro Influencer Podcast, the show where you'll get real marketing secrets straight from the experts' mouths to help you grow your influence. I'm your host, Blake Emmel. On the podcast today, we're talking about a brand new topic that has not been covered yet, which is TikTok. So if you are excited about learning how to grow on TikTok, this episode's for you. I interview Brian Boucher, who has a decent sized following of his own on TikTok and has just been growing organically throughout this whole time. He has some really, really good tips for you on how to grow. Sure helped me a lot. So without further ado, let's start learning with Brian. On the podcast today, I have Brian Boucher, who is here to talk all things TikTok. He's the first person to come on here and strictly discuss this with us about TikTok. So Brian, how are you doing today? Doing well, Blake. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited selfishly because I need to learn more about TikTok. My my fanship is really, really low and I, I do not get a lot of views. So I'm excited to learn how I can flip that around. And I'm sure that the audience is going to do just the same. But before we get into it, I do want to get a little bit of context on you. Just basically your background. If you could give us a snapshot of your career so far, where you got started and how you got to where you are now. Sure. So right now I'm on the product team at Smartsheet, which is a collaborative work management tool. It's a public company used by tens of thousands of different companies to help them manage their workflows and uh, really manage their work as a team. And my company, my startup actually was acquired by Smartsheet last year. So I was previously the CEO and co-founder of a company called Slope. And we really made it easy for creative teams to manage their work. So we largely focused on content review and approval. So images, videos, photography, design. And that's really where I got to know more about the creative field, where I worked with lots of different marketing creative teams who were trying out any new channel that would come up that were trying to you know, deploy their social media strategies at scale. So that's what really got me interested in TikTok when it first launched is a lot of the customers that I work with and help build products for started asking questions about TikTok and how do we do this vertical video and how do we take advantage of this new channel? So I've always really been interested in the marketing creative world. I've even run a video production company previous to, to Slope. So yeah, this is a really exciting space for me. And if I were to ask you what you think your professional superpower is, what would you say? Creative workflows. So you know, for the last eight years, I have worked really deep with marketing creative teams, helping them manage you know, anything from how do you request a project to planning it out, to assigning, to going through the entire feedback and review and approval process, all the way to getting something published. So really the expertise on how companies, teams, people should build out their creative workflows. Well, let's, let's dive into it as it pertains to TikTok then. So for anyone that's not using it currently, can you give an idea of what makes it different from what's already out there? Sure. So TikTok is really powerful for brands and also for individuals or really anyone that's trying it out because it gives you so much engagement and reach with no following. 
So I'm sure many of you have been on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter for years. Mm. And engagement's really tough. You know, I've had a Twitter for the last 10 years. I have 10,000 followers. I'm lucky to get a few likes. You know, the engagement is pretty low. And then once you actually uh, tweet something, it's gone, you know, within hours. So it's really hard to get that engagement and really hard, you know, on Instagram to get hundreds of thousands of likes if you have 500 followers. Where on TikTok, you can literally have your first video published get to a million views. So it really uh, is a powerful channel because it gives you that engagement and reach without having to establish that following and really rewards great content over someone who's famous or someone who has a huge following. Well, we'll we'll definitely build up to that point of getting a million views, but let's start out here with just the framework of ideating content. Is there a good way to come up with ideas of what to post? Yeah, so TikTok's actually great for that because it has kind of that discover page where you can go and it will actually show you the trending hashtags. It'll show you the trending songs. So I kind of like to think of them as a daily challenge where it'll show you like the top three or four hashtags for the day. And, you know, today it's, it's, it's St. Patrick's Day. So it's hashtag wish me luck, hashtag make me a drink, hashtag video call because a lot of people are working from home. Mm-hmm. So you can start to see what other people are creating along those hashtags uh, and what types of content are doing well matched with the audio. And you can, you know, make your own video in whatever niche you have or whatever specialty you actually have on TikTok to kind of fit within that trend with your own angle on it or your own, you know, brand on it. So it's actually, it's, it's much easier to brainstorm content for TikTok than other channels because it kind of gives you those trends built in. Interesting. So it's, it's almost like on this platform, it's better to just look at what already is built out and exists than come up with your own original ideas. Like on LinkedIn, for example, you don't really have any context. It's just like post something. But with, with TikTok, it's basically giving you the formula for how to succeed. Yeah. And it actually rewards you for that. So when I do something that's on trend with one of the hashtags or with a trending song, it almost always does better. And that's anecdotal evidence, but you know, it, it is pretty apparent when you use a, a kind of a recent song that has just been released, you can see your view count really go up as compared to using something that isn't trending or a hashtag that isn't trending. Now I'll say all of this with, you should figure out what you kind of what your brand is on TikTok or what your mm-hmm. niche is that you want to fill. So when I first started producing videos, I didn't know what to produce. I was just playing around with TikTok. I didn't really know what I was doing. So yep. I do like a travel video. I would do like a funny reaction video. You do a lip sync, you know, you try all this stuff and it just kind of falls flat. Once I committed to producing videos around creative tips and photography tips and creative insights, that's really when my following started to take off because it gave people a reason to follow. And then any of those trends that came up, I could match to a creative tip or creative workflow or whatever I was actually doing as a part of my account. Yeah, that, that brings me to my next question, because it's pretty common, like you said, to get more views and likes than you have followers on your account right now, because it's a content deficient platform, per se, there, there are just so many people that are on there, but not enough creating content. So it's being rewarded heavily when you do. So you can get more likes and views. But at the same time, it's you still have to. It, it, I found at least it's a lot easier to get those likes and views than it is to actually convert them into followers. So how can you actually optimize around getting more fans? Yeah, it, it, the fans versus views is really interesting because you can have you know hundreds of followers and have a million view video. I have 250,000 followers. And if I produce a video that's not great, I'll get you know low thousands of views. 
So even with my follower count that high, TikTok really pushes your content to new audiences, I found mostly. So it gives you analytics if you go on kind of the pro mode. And I can yep. see from most of my videos, the people watching it are not my followers. I think having that follower base gets you a boost. So it'll send it to more people to actually see if it's something that they want to spread more as a part of that algorithm. But you know, you still get rewarded for the content itself being uh, great and being something that people engage with. So I would think the best way to kind of build your following is to have that reason why someone would follow you. So that is uh, doubling down on whatever you, your topics that you're really interested on, what you, what you want your brand to be. So if someone sees a photography tip I have and they go to my account with that profile visit and they see, oh, this person does a lot of photography tips. This person does a lot of creative tips or this person does a lot of travel or this person does makeup or this person does this. They know what to expect from your content and they'll follow you so that they can keep engaging with that that's interesting to them. If it's just random content all over the place and there's no reason to actually follow you, they might just like it, think it's funny and move on to the next person. Yeah, the one, one question that I really have is there are certain industries or niches where like if you're in fashion or beauty, it's pretty easy to be interesting on social media. But then when you are in finance or like marketing, like I, so let's take me, for example, I'm in, I'm a marketer. How do I make that interesting on TikTok? Like what kind of stuff can I post that's still relevant to marketing, but isn't just totally dry? Yeah. So I, you know, I also face this challenge because, you know, I'm, I'm working with some of the top brands in the world on how to construct their, their creative workflows and their creative processes. And with the TikTok audience, which tends to, you know, be a little bit younger or not that B2B focused. I can't give a, you know, this is the best way to deploy your social media strategy at scale. That just, that falls flat. That's not the audience. Or even if I'm doing a photography tip with expensive cameras and really advanced, it's not really a place for that advanced, you know, really in-depth learning. So I've actually switched from doing, you know, DSLR camera tips to doing mostly iPhone or mobile photography tips that anyone on TikTok can use. So some of my most popular videos are around iPhone live photos and what you can do with it with the long exposures with the loops with the bounces and anyone has a phone and anyone can use that so it gets a lot more engagement because it applies to that much broader audience so if you're doing something with marketing or you're doing something with with travel or fashion make sure that it is kind of 101 stuff or career mm -hmm. advice or something that you would think high schoolers or people in college or recent grads would find valuable I don't think it's the best place right now for that kind of in-depth B2B type content. But for people who are, you know, really engaging with TikTok, like Adobe just launched a campaign where they're giving access to a lot of their beginner tools, like Adobe Premiere Rush, which is a mobile video editing tool. That's an amazing kind of intro to maybe get people interested for Premiere Pro when they get a little bit more advanced or after effects. So I've really found kind of the beginner is the best way to do it. Yeah, and obviously the audience currently is it skews very young on TikTok as it usually does with any social platform, Facebook, Instagram, they always start out really young and then over time the audience gets older and older. So I'm sure that TikTok eventually is going to get to that place where basically everybody's on it, right? Do you agree I, with that? It, yeah, I I even find that there are many different age groups on TikTok right now. So it doesn't seem, you know, I don't get okay boomered very much. I don't, you know, there isn't a <laughs> extremely young audience on there and it's pretty spread out. And I, you know, I've, I've looked at some stats recently and it actually has a pretty even distribution across different age groups. So I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily just assume that it's all, it's all kind of Gen Z or, or it's all people in high school. 
I think that there is a big group there, but yeah, it's, it's actually already to the point where uh, a lot of different age groups are on TikTok. Let's, let's get a little bit more technical then and dive into specific posts and, and ideas here. So if I have a general idea of what my TikTok account is going to be about, I know the types of videos that I'm going to post. So the ideation is not a problem anymore. Once I actually get into posting, are there any, I, I guess, how do you optimize for engagement? Like if, if you're going to be posting a tip about shooting for long exposure on your iPhone, what elements have to be in there for you to feel comfortable that it's going to reach a decent amount of people? Yeah. So most, most song licenses that they have are around 15 seconds long. Um, that's how, you know, the duration of the song that you can actually include in your video. So I would recommend most of your videos should be under 15 seconds or at 15 seconds. So you can have that song choice for the entire video. And I put, to, I've, you know, got, I've gotten inspiration from different TikTok accounts that have these templates for videos. So basically, you know, for photography, for example, there's the wait for it video where it's about four to six seconds of behind the scenes where you actually see the photographer setting up the shot. And then they do the big reveal at the end of what the shot looked like. That's one template that you can just do over and over and over again. Makes it really simple to shoot, makes it really simple to edit. And it's a really effective format. There's another one for tutorials where I'll do an intro slide for two seconds. I'll go to like two to three second steps. So like step one, step two, step three. And then I'll do the reveal for about three seconds at the end. So you come up with these different video templates that you know fit within that time frame. You know that are easy to film and shoot, that are easy to edit. So you can actually you know, save yourself a little time and be more efficient. And you can just double down on those. So for my iPhone uh, photo tips, I will typically do that 15 second format, tutorial format, and makes it really easy to shoot. And I just keep doing them over and over. So that's one of the biggest things I found is if you find a video type that works well, I've done these live photo where you, you know, take the live photo, you swipe up and you go to long exposure. Mm -hmm. I did my first one. It got 2 million views. That was like my first viral video. And I did nine more and almost every single one got to over a million views. One is at 14 million views now. And it's because TikTok keeps sending it to new people. So it doesn't get repetitive and you find something that works and you kind of do a little bit of a, you know, twist on it or doing it in a different place. And it just keeps working. And I started doing that because some of the most popular TikTokers will make the same dance with the same song over and over and over again with different backgrounds and they all get millions and millions of views. So I would encourage you to find those templates, find what works and don't be afraid to kind of repeat and continue to, to do what's successful. And diving even deeper into that, I'm curious if you found any particular times of the day that work particularly well for you or if it's just strictly based on quality of content. Yeah, it's all over the place. You have an analytics dashboard that you can go see of when people are most active. I found it doesn't really matter that much. You know, it tends to swing towards beginning of the day at the end of the day. So, you know, during school, during work, people aren't as on as, as much. So I'll tend to post in the morning or post at night. But TikTok is one of these platforms where unlike Twitter or Instagram where it's gone, I have videos from December, from November. So months and months ago, that are still my highest performing videos. They get thousands of views every day. So TikTok has much more evergreen content than other social media platforms. So when you post, and let's say you post you know, in the morning, let's say you get 1,000 views the first day or, or 10 views the first day, don't worry about it. It's, it's going to 
give it a second chance. It's going to live longer. So I always recommend don't delete your videos because TikTok will promote it and it does catch on you know, later on than any other social media platform I've seen. And, and going along with that, what, what do you in particular know about the algorithm that could help us get more exposure? I don't know much about the algorithm. It's always a guessing game and you know these companies change them all the time. But what I found is uh, when you use the trending songs, when you use the trending hashtags, when you use the featured songs, especially, you know things that they are promoting along with the artist, or if you go along with a branded campaign. So Nike did this amazing campaign um, called The Replay, where you would do kind of a trick shot or you do something athletic along with their branded song. You get a lot more engagement when you participate in those because TikTok is incentivized to make those uh, campaigns successful for those brands. So yeah, I would, I would try to just use the trending topics, but it's really just about producing content in your niche or what you want to produce content about as a theme consistently because that will keep people coming back. That will keep them engaging. That's where you build your following, which will continue to promote it to new people. And one question that's that's strictly <laughs> based on editing, I guess, not super related to the actual platform itself, but what do you use to actually edit your videos? Yeah, so I use Adobe Premiere Rush. So Adobe has Premiere Pro and After Effects were kind of the desktop applications that are really powerful for video editing. Premiere Rush is their mobile version. So it's an app on my phone. I can pull in all my footage. Uh, you can you know, pull in audio. You can separate out tracks. You can adjust time and color. And it's a really nice tool editing for mobile. So I typically have a commute in the morning. So I pretty much shoot and edit everything right on my phone. So uh, this is probably the only platform then that, I mean, that you can really just do all this on the fly and it's actually going to perform better if you do. Like, having the professional yeah. equipment and everything, it's not going to necessarily benefit you. So that should, there should be nothing stopping us from at least starting out. But if, if I start posting content and it's doing, you know, it's not really doing anything, maybe a hundred views or, or something like that. How can I remain encouraged? Like at, at what point should I make the assumption that maybe TikTok isn't going to work for me? Like, is there anything that, are there any industries or any people that it's just really not going to work for? You know, like I said before, the, the in-depth B2B might not be the best fit for now because I haven't seen the engagement with that type of content yet. It's very much entertaining. It's uh, tutorial. So, you know, if you're a B2B cloud services provider, maybe not the best channel yet. I think it'll get there. It's definitely better for a broader consumer base. But if you're, you know, if you're stuck at 100 views and you're not getting a following, there are some basics. You got to check your lighting, make sure the videos are well lit, make sure that you are you know, using songs that are licensed, that you're using the right hashtag. So if you're doing all of that right and you're still not getting views, you know, experiment. I was doing travel videos. I was doing you know, just like little vines basically because I thought TikTok was Vine 2.0. So mm -hmm. go out of your comfort zone a little bit and try new things and see if that picks up. I had done probably 50 videos on you know, just like I said, the lip syncing, the travel, the, you know, going on a hike, sunset. I did a lot of sunset videos, which is really funny when I look back on it. But I tried this iPhone photo tip and that really took off and I started to see some traction there. So if you're stuck, I would keep experimenting, keep trying new videos, new formats, maybe try things in a brand that you're interested in getting into, but haven't yet. Um, so I'd keep trying. And, you know, at the end of the day, don't attribute your value as a human to your view count. If you're, <laughs> if, if you're having fun producing and 
you know, it's valuable for you. I love doing these creative projects outside of work. So if I got no views, it would still be fun for me to shoot these. So try to keep the value in, are you having fun doing it and not in the view count and the follower count? My, my final question here for you is related to actually getting off of the TikTok platform. Specifically, if you've got other social media or, or like something you're promoting, a call to action, basically, what's the most effective way that you've seen to use your TikTok audience and translate it elsewhere? A lot of people are going to have it pushed to either Instagram or YouTube because I think that's natively within TikTok where it's most easily pushed to. But what have you seen regarding that? Yeah. So yeah, Instagram, YouTube are the easiest places to push to. TikTok lets you put in links in your profile now. So you can have that one link like Instagram that can send off to whatever you want. But some of the best strategies I've found is encourage your followers or, or create videos that give people a reason to go to your Instagram or YouTube channel. So for example, this has been a really popular trend with photographers that I've done a bunch of times now is I'll make a video saying, Hey, I'm a photographer, or I just finished a photo editing class. I would like to edit your video, your photos. So send me your photo through Instagram and I'll edit it for you, you know, in Adobe Lightroom. And I have gotten tens of thousands of views on that. Thousands of people have sent me their photos through Instagram and followed me on Instagram. So my Instagram follower account has shot up since doing that because I'm giving people a reason to actually go to my Instagram account to follow me there and then providing them value once they're there. So if you find different strategies to give people a reason to go to different places that you're sending them to, especially in the actual videos you produce, that, that's been really effective. Brian, I really appreciate you coming on, giving us some tactical advice here on getting started on TikTok down the road. Might have to have you come back on again once the platform evolves even more and give more advice. But for now, let's encourage everybody, get on TikTok, experiment, use the recommendations you've heard here, but most importantly, just get started. Brian, I would love to give you a chance here to just talk about what you're working on and where people can follow you online. Yeah. So again, I'm product manager at Smartsheet. So I'm building out all of our marketing creative solutions. If you are in need of a project management tool, a, a work management tool with your team or company, uh, check out Smartsheet. Other than that, I'll be making TikTok videos. Uh, you can follow me there at Brian Boucher. And yeah, I'll be having fun with it. All right, Brian Boucher, again, thank you so much for coming on. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the Micro Influencer Podcast. The show has received so much positive feedback, and I've had so many great guests come on that the show is officially moving to three episodes per week. Two of the episodes will be the guest interviews you've come to love, featuring pros who have tested out what you're doing now and can save you years of your time with their advice. The third episode each week will be a much shorter snippet of my learnings and advice for the week. Please support the show by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, leaving a review, or sharing an episode with a friend or colleague. And if you have any questions or just want to see what this thing is that I'm building, visit microinfluential.com. You can even listen to the website. That's microinfluential.com. Have a fantastic day.